Good afternoon. Hello. Welcome to another session of Bible Study with Mac and Cheese Podcast.com. I am Mac Ruby McClellan, and cheese is the word of God. Let us pray just a short prayer. Father, we just thank you for this opportunity to speak to those that you have gathered to listen. We pray a blessing upon their um, souls, upon their body, upon their homes, upon their jobs. We pray that you would just bless us and keep us on the right path. God, we yield ourselves to you. Bless us for these next 20 minutes that we might learn your word, what you have to say to us in Jesus' name. Well, thank you for tuning in to Mac and Cheese Podcast. We are very grateful for every listener, every listener. When we ended our podcast last time, um, John was in the midst of a vision, and we had gotten to chapter, we read chapter 7 all the way through and explained it, and now I, I told you that the book of Revelation is not in chronological order. And um, it kind of veered off the, the what was going on right then uh, in chapter 7. And there was a reason for that. During that time, uh, John was being persecuted and he was trying to get the word out to the seven churches. And he didn't want them to know exactly what he was talking about. And so he kind of mixed it up a little bit. But now we're through with chapter 7. And the scripture goes all the way back to the end of chapter 6. I hope you understand what I'm saying. And chapter six ended, it was earthquakes and um, things just was really looking bad and people were running. They weren't even able to die. They were uh, begging the rocks to fall on them so that they could get out of all the torment and the chaos and the trouble that was going on. And... um, So now we're going to pick up right where chapter six ends, but it's the beginning of chapter eight. Wow. (laughs) And one thing that's going on, we we were in the tribulation period and where the seals were being revealed and things was being revealed. And those things were 
were being carried out by the Antichrist. Now we're three and a half years into the tribulation period. This part is called the Great Tribulation. <laughs> and guess why? Because things get really rough, really rough. And, uh, but this part of the tribulation, these judgments are being carried out by the almighty God. You know, when I was a kid, they used to always say, y'all need to stop that because God won't strive with me in all ways. Well, these people that have been disobedient to God, rejecting him, denying him, God has got to that place where he is just is not going to take any more. And we begin right here at chapter 8, verse 1. It says, and when he had opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven about the space of half an hour. Now, the seventh seal released the seven uh, trumpets, judgment, the vile judgments, and the bold judgments. They flowed right into one another. Some of them was even happening while the other one was working. The period was indefinite. So it was just a whole lot of everything going on at one time. And this is at the beginning of the three and a half year. God is just taking as much as he can take off of disobedient people people that have denied him. And believe me, he has kept the door open for three and a half years for them to give their life to him, for them to believe in him, for them to trust in him. And he's just to that point where no more, no more, I'm cutting you off. And there's silence in heaven. Can you imagine that? Because heaven is a place where they were shouting and praising God and uh, worshiping. And all of a sudden, there's just total shock, silence, almost like if the angels were in shock. They couldn't believe what was going on. And I'm just saying that the Bible doesn't say that. It just says there were complete silence, a silence of awe. And, and anticipation at the grim reality of the judgment God is about to unleash on the world. It is entirely opposite the usual sound pattern of heaven that we've been hearing about the praises and the singing and the um, worshiping God. The rapture has already occurred. All the believers are in heaven. 
those that have lost their lives during that first three and a half years, many of them were killed and their souls are under the altar and they're waiting for God to do something for them. And as I said, the opening of the seventh seal introduces the seven trumpet judgments, which are all judgments of God sent on the earth. And these judgments, God is exclusively the sender and people are exclusively the receiver. These judgments are so terrible that the angels stand breathless in wonder. I wonder, do you think those who rejected Jesus Christ so easily would remain silent if they knew the horrible doom of judgment that is coming upon this earth? Because they are rejecting God, God's Redeemer, the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the reason why we are in this Bible study. And if you share it with somebody, just the things that we've talked about, hopefully that'll be enough to make somebody turn around and come back to God. And you know, God is so good and so gracious that he'll forgive you. There is no sin that God cannot handle. It's foolish for us not to give our life to him. All you have to do is believe that he is, that he died, that he rose, that he shed his blood on Calvary for you and me, that we might live his life that he was supposed to live. And he takes all our filth, all our sins, all our mess that we had, and he took it to the cross with him so that you and I could be free. Who wouldn't want to serve a God like that? But there are people, and it's, I guess, billions of people that are rejecting a good God. And they're going to miss this great opportunity to give their life to him. God even knew that we wouldn't be able to walk a holy life. So he gives us grace every morning. Every morning he gives us grace. But some people, you'd be surprised at some of the things that's more important to them than serving God. They think they're going to miss out on something. He, tell, he If you let him come into your life, he'll strengthen you. He'll give you strength to walk away from whatever it is. He'll deliver you from the drugs. He'll deliver you from the alcohol. He'll deliver you from the women, from the men, whatever it is that's got you violent. God is big and bad enough 
to deliver your soul. Well, let's get back to the lesson. It's silence there in heaven. And as horrible as we think the sealed judgments were, those were the red horse and the black horse and the spotted horse and rumors of wars and so so on and so on. And um, but the trumpet judgments will be worse. Eight and two says, and I saw the seven angels which stood before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. Now these angels stand before God all the time. But they were given these trumpets. These trumpets is a loud musical instrument that's loud. The trumpet judgments are of greater intensity than the seals. But they are as even vile and destructive as the vile judgments, and that B-I-A-L, are the bold judgments. And in other words, it's something coming worse than that. The judgments that God is going to bring upon earth because people just wouldn't give their life to him. It almost makes me cry. And this is three and a half years into the tribulation period. Everybody's going to know it's the tribulation period then. When it first started, a lot of people won't know. They're going to uh, uh, maybe uh, explain away why all the people left in the rapture. Who knows? They'll probably say that a bomb fell on them, a nuclear war, anything. You know, we're just imagining these things because none of us have been to heaven and we don't really know but we're just trying to warn people um there's one trump trumpet judgment that we'll talk about it will last five months but all the rest of the judgments the first four announce the first four announce the divine destruction of earth ecologically and the three the final three involves demonic devastation of earth's inhabitants it's just something horrible is coming up on the earth now whether this is literal or not i don't know You'll have people that'll tell you they know, but that's up to you. We really don't know. We can just guess. These angels are were prepared to carry out God's uh, orders. The seven trumpets were to sound the alarm. And I said trumpets are loud and send out a clear a clear note. There will be no question of the message. If you go back and look at about the trumpets uh, in the Bible, they were loud. They were used to call people to worship, uh, call people to war. 
At any rate, they were used to alarm and to prepare the people. And these judgments, these alarms are going out to the apostate and the worldly. Listen, there will be no doubt the wrath of God will be here. It has been 42 months has passed for the first tribulation. And now they're into the second 42 months. And I said, these seven angels are standing before God with these seven trumpets. And they blast one at a time. And each time one blasts, something horrible happens. And I said, the first three and a half years, the wrath came from the Antichrist. We'll get to talk about him later because we're only in the eighth chapter here. And the last, they're feeling the wrath of God Almighty. Let's read verse eight and three. And another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer. And there was given unto him much incense, that he should offer it with prayer, with the prayers of all saints upon the golden altar, which was before the throne. And if you're wondering where your prayer goes, there just said it, your prayers Go before God upon a golden throne. They're, they're placed on a golden altar, which was before the throne. Now, the golden censer is uh, a, a pan-type looking thing on, on, a, uh, um, on a rope. And it was used to transport fiery coals from the brazen altar to the altar of incense. In order to ignite the incense, symbolizing the prayers of the people. This occurred twice daily at the time of the morning and the evening sacrifice. And I don't know if any of you have seen a picture of the tabernacle where all of this occurs. But one time our church went on a, a tour to Eureka and uh, there was a tabernacle there that was built and it, it was beauty, beautiful to behold. And it was just like standing there looking at the Bible come alive. It was just beautiful. We must realize that the tabernacle in the wilderness with its holy place and most holy place was a miniature of the arrangement in heaven. That's what's up in heaven. The altar constructed by Moses for Israel's tabernacle 
was copied from this one. Jesus died on the cross. His blood had to be carried to the mercy seat in heaven, just as the lamb in the temple had its blood sprinkled on the mercy seat in the most holy place. The very throne of God is the most holy place in heaven. Jesus, remember that, is our high priest forever who intercedes for us at the throne of God. This vessel had to be made of gold to be in close proximity of God. Just as everything that's close to God in the tabernacle, in the wilderness, had to be pure gold and or either pure gold overlay. We're going to go down and uh, read uh, verse 4 and 5, and then we're going to cut off because I don't want to be too long. And we'll pick it back up again over in the new year. And the smoke of the incense, which came with the prayers of the saints, ascended up before God out of the angel's hand. Verse 5, and the angel took the censer and filled it with fire of the altar and cast it into the earth. And there were voices and thundering and lightning and an earthquake. Now, this was uh, vengeance for the saints. The saints that were under the altar in heaven had been wondering when God was going to do something about the way they treat got treated and they took their life. God took this, um, this angel uh, when the trumpet was sounded and uh, vengeance was taken from the altar and are the frightening sounds, flashes of light, and an earthquake on earth introduced the fact that the seven angels are about to sound their trumpet. Fire from the altar of the burnt offering means that God accepted the prayers of the saints. I'm so glad that when we pray, that Jesus is our high priest and he takes our prayer to this altar because some of us would be praying some really trifling things that once they're accepted, then God carries that out. Uh, just as God finally destroyed Solomon and Gomorrah when they would not repent, there is a time when the fire of God will descend upon the earth in punishment. And this is right where it started. Um, why don't we just cut this in half here? Verse 8, I mean, yeah, chapter 8. And we'll pick it up uh, next time at Revelation 8 and 6. I pray that each one of you were blessed during the holidays. It's a time of giving and blessing one another. We realize that Jesus wasn't born during that time, but it's just a time that we take out to give extra praise, extra worship to God, and be nice to one another. 
Be nice to your family. Be nice to your church members, your neighbors. And we pray that each one of you will have a blessed uh, beginning of the new year. I am blessed. I have a granddaughter that's getting married on New Year's Day. So we'll be praying with her that their lives would be blessed. I'm going to go ahead and release you on today. I thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to rehear this broadcast, you can go to www.macandcheesepodcast.com. These are uh, uh, lessons are stored on that website. You can also go to Facebook. They are on the Facebook feed. They're on the RSS feed. They're on Lincoln. They're at uh, on Twitter and uh, a few other stations that carry podcasts. And we're asking you to pray much for us. These services are not free, but God has blessed us to pay for each one of them this year. And I thank him. Hallelujah. I thank him for it. I thank him for allowing me the privilege of paying for the podcast. Now, you might not think a lot of people is listening, but God got who he wants listening in. And I ask that you pray for me. Pray much for me. Please pray for me. Because the enemy don't like... um, that's talking about the Bible and especially about revelations. But God promised us a blessing and I'm not necessarily doing it to get a blessing, but I receive what God got for me. And not only that, I, uh, I love God and I know that you do too. And we need to know these things so that we can share it with other people to bring them home to God to live a better life. God bless you, and I'll see you again in two weeks.